0: We're talking about comments made by uh, Conservative MP Maxime Bernier, who tweeted out a thread over the weekend saying, among other things, that the Prime Minister's really never-ending, you know, virtue-signaling on diversity, well, Mr. Bernier says it is creating a form of radical multiculturalism, that by promoting too much diversity is dividing Canada into, quote, little tribes that are eroding Canada's identity and will destroy what makes us great. And so he's come under fire, fire by a lot of people who are saying, well, this is divisive, this is racist. But I will put money on it uh, now that while pundits and politicians might be calling racism, I'll bet Canadians will, in fact, support what Mr. Bernier is saying. And I'll say that because with, what, 30,000 illegals coming across, you know, just waltzing across the border, and a Liberal government that refuses to stop them, I think Canadians are concerned, rightfully concerned, and we've seen it in the polling numbers. 70% of Canadians are fed up with the Liberals' handlings of this crisis. And politicians, apparently on all sides, are hearing about this issue at the doors. Canadians feel like the country is under threat. And even today, a federal official, one of the directors of Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship, said they are actually trying to prepare for mass arrivals. That Canada can no longer expect to be protected from mass migration that we have seen in Europe. That now we have European-style border migration. Well, we shouldn't. But we do because the Prime Minister invited people to come in, and they are not enforcing the borders. And so essentially, we have been forced by the Liberal government to accept this mass migration. We're supposed to just expect it. But when someone like Maxine Bernier says, well, the Prime Minister is promoting too much diversity, then I think there'll be many who will say, yeah, if they can't assimilate, if they can't stand for Canadian values, then we should not be letting them in. I want to bring uh, Anthony Fury into this conversation. Of course, he's written about this in the Sun Post media. Hello there. Hey, Alex. I think you'll agree that uh, I think while it may not sit well with um, the easily offended, there will be many who say, yes, I do agree with him.
1: There won't only be many, but here's a prediction. Angus Reed is a pollster that uh, I I credit them with being really on the cusp of whatever issue's big Mm -hmm. that day. And they go out and they poll very shortly after, and they don't mince words and they ask pretty good questions. And they're going to ask people their take on this because it's such a hot-button issue. And I will say at least two-thirds of Canadians will say Maxime Bernier uh, is onto something in his critical questions about multiculturalism. So absolutely, yes, I I very much believe the majority of Canadians uh, appreciate having this conversation.
0: I'm going to take some calls with this, Anthony, in case someone wants to make a comment or or ask a question, because the issue, I think, has been a bit of a sleeper where people didn't really see or hear about it. But now that they are, they're saying, well, yeah, um, it's becoming kind of one of those talkers. Um, And maybe the language wasn't the prettiest. You know, we don't have ghettos here in Canada, but we do absolutely have politicians playing never-ending identity politics. And by weaponizing issues like immigration and Islamophobia... For political gain i think that's the stuff that's uh, further dividing us
1: oh for sure look maxine bernie was talking about culture multiculturalism he was not referring to race or ethnicity that someone would say we have too many of of people who are of you know skin color x or hair color this or body size that or whatnot is just you know a boneheaded statement to make but if one says well i'm a little concerned that we have a lot of people coming from say theocratic countries And rather than seeming like they're all escaping that, as many people who come from those countries are doing, we've got also an influx of people who are continuing to hold those old country views. And I don't think that's very good for social cohesion. In this country. Alex, the person who says that should not be hounded from the public square like there are attempts to do with Maxine Bernie. That person should be listened to with great detail because they're very much onto something.
0: Well, and not to mention, the prime minister himself said we should embrace and speak to those who we disagree with. I mean, he himself said this. He but... meant you and I, Alex. He didn't mean <laughs> Yeah, to be a sorry. Guy. I didn't realize He's that. He's okay with them. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me bring Frank into this conversation. You've got uh, Anthony Fury uh, with me on the line. Frank, you want to say something?
2: Yes. Um, thanks for having me on. First of all, thank you for joining. Uh, yeah. First, I just want to say that the divisiveness between the right and the left, we we think in, as Canadians that it exists south of the border, but it's here. We 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 have to face it as Canadians. It's here, and I'm with the seventy percent, Alex. I'm I'm with you. I, 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 it seems that you agree. The two you had on earlier both. We're against what uh, Mr. Shear said. But I'm, I'm amongst the 70%. And my feelings are Canada, we, I think we'd all agree that Canada has been created by bringing people in. I'm Italian and Irish. We're all from somewhere. We need people. We have a gigantic country with very little population and a lot of space. So we all want to bring people in. But my issue is we I think all he's saying is that if we keep letting people in that are just here for a sanctuary and they don't want to become a part of our society, they're not they're not learning the language they're trying to tell us to take pork out of schools. This is what's dividing people, I think, is that, and of course, if you say anything, you're you're an Islamophobist, or you're a racist, or you'll be dragged out of City Hall if you go down and make these statements, and you'll be deemed a racist. And I have friends, because I'm a conservative, they think I'm a racist.
0: Well, no, you're alt-right. Get it right, Frank. You're alt-right, okay?
2: I'm nowhere near
0: it. <laughs> I know I'm you're not.
2: A- I'm actually a conservative, but i'm I'm a pro-choice. Conservative. There you go. Well, that's I'm a moderate.
0: I, I agree with you, and I thank you for your call. But Anthony, you know, he does strike on something that we are making too many broad generalizations between the far right and the far left on, on these issues. But the bottom line is, I think everyday Canadians um are saying, you know, if you're going to come here, all we're asking is that you you be part of what we are, of who we are.
1: And that's the issue. And you know, Alex, the the top 10 source countries for immigration to Canada, and they've remained those countries for a number of years. I'm talking about India, uh, China, not the Chinese government, of course, but the Chinese people, South Korea. These are all uh, countries that have very similar sort of middle class values. Uh, to the Canadian culture, respect for the rule of law, belief in hard work, and so forth. And, and, and that's why we have so many great immigration success stories, because we pick our countries. We are somewhat ramping up the number of people who are coming from theocratic countries and uh, more, more sort of Latin American socialist countries and tribalist societies and so forth. And a lot of them are refugees, and a lot of them are wanting Canadian values. So to those very people who are seeking Canadian values— we darn well owe it to them to have Canadian Absolutely. values yeah. rather than just have, you know, g- give them what they had back in the home country that they're escaping from. As for the people who come uh, from those countries, Alex, who are perhaps a little bit still hearkening back to those ways, we owe it to ourselves and to them for a successful, cohesive society to just humbly say to them, hey, by the way, that's not how things roll here. And it's as simple as
3: that. And that's what Maxine Bernie's is bringing up.
0: Indeed. Michael, do you want to jump in on this? Um, Are you offended by what Mr. Bernier says?
3: No, not at all. I think I absolutely agree with him. I think he could have been a little bit more articulate in the sense of basically saying...
0: You mean politically correct? uh,
3: Yes. uh, Well, but basically saying about the fact that most Canadians believe in fairness, and what's happening with the irregular or the illegal border crossers Mm -hmm. is they're just coming through, they're not doing the proper process and it puts a disadvantage for those individuals who go through the proper channels as well. Um, I kind of wish he had talked a little bit about the fact that look at the cost of everything when you look at Canadians and the sort of the lack of services. We've got hallway medicine, lack of autism services for children with autism, and yet all this money is being spent on individuals who are not following the proper channels. And I think the thing that Maxime Bernier was trying to get at is that Canadians are very angry about this issue, and I think there's anger that's boiling over on all sorts of other issues, like in terms of NAFTA not getting yep. done, uh, in terms of the tariff. There are so many other key priorities that suddenly the Trudeau government is not focusing on the correct issues, focusing on things that really aren't helping Canadians, and people are angry about that.
0: Michael, fantastic call, and and I totally agree. Uh, and I've got um, time for one more call with Dawn, and I'll get to you in just a second, Dawn. Uh, but I do think you know these constant fumbling foreign policy issues. It, it's just kind of a culmination, I think, of a lot of things that people are are feeling kind of so of joint right now across the country, Anthony.
1: Yeah, and and you know, Alex, I, I think that's part of the challenge here. If if Trudeau was saying these occasional pabulum lines. About diversity as our strength, he says even weirder ones. Maxim <laughs> Grenade was taking issue uh, with him actually saying that um, th- th- that there is never, ever a case in which uh, an issue of diversity could... could, uh, There's never a case, pardon me, when our differences could be a negative. And I'm like, that's crazy (laughs) talk. You have one person who believes in gay rights and another person who believes in stoning gays to death, and you're saying you're not going to make a discriminating choice as to which one of those views is better. I mean, the the man begins to sound like a zombie, whereas if he made these remarks occasionally, but we felt like there's still a rigorous person standing up for Canada behind them, I think people would be less frustrated by it. But right now, he's kind of of, he's almost cast us off to just be dispersed, uh, dispersed for us to just kind of evaporate away into the ether of, of the world.
0: Let me give Don the last uh, the last uh, say on this. Hey, Don.
4: Hey, good evening. How are you?
0: Good evening. So you, you don't like the comments that Mr. Bernier said?
4: Well, you know what? I, I, I think the word diversity is, is a problem. I don't think a majority of Canadians, I don't think, you know, get the... I don't think the problem is that, that there's lots of people coming from lots of different places. It's the number of people that are coming. And, and Trudeau is not prepared for the numbers. He made a, a flippant comment and is too proud to backtrack on, on what he said by welcoming everybody. Our borders are open. Yeah, it was a nice little um, soundbite. But the problem is words matter, and, and I don't think he realizes that. And he's too proud and too cocky to, to say, well, you know, you're welcome, our borders are open, subject to. He wouldn't do that. No, he would not. Because it, 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 would, it, would, uh, it would show that, that he made a mistake and he doesn't make them. Um, so I think the problem is, the frustration is, for, for me anyways, is not the diversity, but the numbers of people that are coming, the strain that they're putting on, the it, it's repugnant to me that they're staying in hotels that generally I couldn't afford to stay in mm-hmm. um, uh, you know that's I the problem that's I, the frustration
0: I hear you and I appreciate your call Don. so here we've got you know overwhelmingly um, just from the sample of calls and from the calls that I think we took at the station today overwhelmingly Anthony this the same people the, the same opinion is coming through it's that yes we're diverse but it's just gone too far with how many people we're letting in. That That's the overall takeaway for me.
1: Of course it is. And as I read in my column, you can find it at torontosun.com, I think it's I think it's really absurd and, and low and ridiculous that the chattering classes are instantly going, man, the ramparts, there are people saying things about multiculturalism, not from the approved playbook. Let's get them. Let's drive them out of town. And of course, Maxime Bernier is their sacrificial lamb. And it really shows contempt. And I also think it shows ignorance, all these accusations of racism. Nobody's talking about race at all. They're talking about culture, two completely different things.
0: Indeed, but this issue will go on uh, as we see the report that um, migrant crossings has gone up 23 percent in just the last month. So that'll be tomorrow's story, Anthony. (laughs) No kidding. Got to go. Thank you. All right. Take care. That is Anthony Fury joining us on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.